0: Christian Rock sounds like it's all from the 90s. Welcome to Movie (laughs) Painter... You messed up my intro! Welcome to Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast, the show that's damned for all eternity. I'm your co-host, Melanie Gibson, and I am drinking this teeny tiny bottle of Fireball Whiskey because I have a little tickle... In my throat, and it may be a preview of what's coming for me in the afterlife after we do this podcast.
1: It felt like a Simpsons opening.
0: Listen to that. Mmm, yummy. Okay, who are you?
1: Oh, I'm a person.
0: <laughs> Speaking of God... Okay. <laughs>
1: um, my name is A.J. Wall. That's what she wants me to say. Anyway, well, she's drinking whiskey because we're talking about a Christian movie, and I because it's Christmas season, and I am wearing a Harry Potter shirt, because Harry Potter died for your sins. Mm -hmm. He is your Lord and Savior.
0: And I'm wearing, wearing this very pretty cross necklace that my parents got me in Ireland. So, okay, that brings us to what we're talking about. And for the month of December, we're going to be covering Christmas movies, but also Christian movies. This is something that we discovered fairly recently on Amazon Prime and streaming, and I just have to give a little bit of my background cuz you'll you have to know my bias coming into it. So I grew up in a small West Texas rural town by parents who were not from Texas and I was raised Catholic. But very early on I was really turned off by the idea of an institution thinking for you. Thankfully my parents aren't those types of Catholics that are very guilt-inducing and judgmental. They don't they just don't fit in with that stereotype and that's not how I was raised. I was raised to think for myself. Um, for my socio-political beliefs and my religious dogmatic beliefs. An institution doesn't think for me, so I find it very strange when people just kind of blindly follow a religion. Now, in the rest of my town, I kind of got shit for being Catholic because that was different. And then, God help you, if you were so, if you were not Christian, we had a lot of, and I'll just say it, very judgmental people who used religion as a weapon. They were racist, homophobic. Bigoted um, very small-minded so I'm pretty jaded when it comes to organized religion I've just seen too much hate and damage done in the name of organized religion that I am coming into this with a skeptic's eye But I can still appreciate a movie for being a good movie as a guilty pleasure Or just a good quality movie or a a hate watch that we're going to destroy So I will step off my soapbox and let AJ kind of give your talk on where you're coming with your religious views.
1: I don't think anybody cares about that. So, (laughs) I I don't... I'm not going to say.
0: Okay, because I gave this wrong rambling speech.
1: Yeah, I'm going to move on towards just the movie. We haven't even announced the movie. Um, It's God's Not Dead.
0: God's Not Dead, yeah.
1: Shout out to uh, Nick Duremio on YouTube, who kind of put us in the mood to do this. He has a very funny video. Go watch that shit. Um, Probably funny or nice, but... That's besides the point. Anyway. He's someone um, we aspire to be. Yes. As two people instead of one. We spoil the shit out of every movie we talk about, so we're just going to take like two minutes and give our overalls, and then we'll just tear the whole thing apart. That's Like we that's do. My, that's my plan.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Like the Romans did to Jesus' mm-hmm. back with the whip.
1: Yeah. So this is a hate watch. Like a really aggressive hate watch. Mm-hmm. But it's more, like, well-made than some of these other hate watches. Um, that doesn't stop it from being a hate watch. It's still fun. Mm-hmm. It's still fun to hate.
0: Yeah, this is still not a good movie. Yeah, this
1: isn't, like, force your way through it, you know? Uh, all the characters that are supposed to not be Christian are, like, the worst people that have ever existed outside of Hitler.
0: Mm-hmm, they're very cartoonish <laughs> antagonists.
1: And then all the Christians are squeaky clean and just frosted tips and shit, so... mm mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah, they're written very likable, yeah. um, honestly. not. There's only one character that comes across as really preachy and pushy, and we'll, we'll get to him. But um, they come in with their own bias, because they are likable and chill and calm, and uh, the antagonists are bad-tempered and over-the-top. And so. by
1: the end, we know what Christians feel about the rest of everyone. Yep. Because so, <laughs> they think we're a bag of dicks. They
0: think I'm just going to burn along with my fireball whiskey.
1: Anyway... Okay, so that's our disclaimer in the first couple of minutes, because that's how long people watch videos on YouTube and mm-hmm. other things. Maybe not Twitch, hopefully. But, so, if that's you, you found out what you found out, you can you can fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, don't fuck uh, off, because we'll do a recap and talk about the so things we liked. So, now,
1: like. we'll actually go and bitch about, like, we're going through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, um... And uh, who's the uh, director again? David A.R. White?
0: Well, let's start. So we're talking about God's Not Dead, which came out in 2014. I'm only
1: asking because I want to say fuck that guy.
0: I don't know. I didn't look that up. (sighs)
1: He's He's the Frosted Tips guy.
0: It's probably him.
1: I'm checking. Go ahead.
0: So this was a partnership of Lionsgate, who will make anything... And pure flicks. The
1: original Netflix.
0: Yes, it's it's basically Christian Netflix. I think that's a horrible name. I think it sounds like the name of like a vibrator it's company. Chris,
1: it's Christian Flix. It's Christian porn.
0: No, it's it's Christian <laughs> Netflix. They have uh, T V shows and movies. And you can find a lot of these movies on Amazon Prime. And I think that's the first place we found God's Not Dead. It's actually now on HBO Max. So I think this one was one that came out as like a commercial movie as opposed to the other ones, which are just like they're so low quality, they're so low budget, they're just on pure flick streaming or they get dumped into Amazon Prime, which just sort of seems to be the dumping ground for Which is perfect all for us. Yeah. There's
1: so many of these that we've watched on Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah, so so shall we get into talking about the plot? Uh
1: first, uh, David R. White, you're a terrible fucking human being and I challenge you to a fight <laughs>
0: I don't know. He played, like, the Christian John Wick in his own movie.
1: All right, it can be a kickboxing match. Yeah, so the, the movie, set up rules. one
0: of the characters, and I think the director is a man named David A.R. White, who was one of the creators of Pure Flix, and yeah. he in just about he's every, in all of it. every TV show, every movie. He
1: made it so he could put himself in films.
0: I mean, anyway. okay, so did Ben Affleck and, and Matt Damon. Make yeah, good but they're good. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so we move on to the movie. Mm-hmm. We open with a sweeping, just bullshit, shot of 10 seconds of every character in the whole fucking universe.
0: Yes, this is an ensemble cast, which I kind of like this as and one thing I do like about this movie is most of the time the pacing jumping between the character scenes is pretty good except for for one part that's unnecessary.
1: Damn them for being competent at some This is where it tricks you cuz uh I think the first one is Pure flicks and Lionsgate so they actually have people that sort of knew what they were doing mm-hmm. at least on filmmaking. Um the rest of them are pure flicks like straight up. I feel like they got enough movie from the first one that they just continued on their own.
0: Yeah, they so... they had professionals, professional writers, uh professional lighting sound, all of that stuff. So this is really high quality movie and it's really not terrible. Um the reason I kind of end up hating it is the aggressive proselytizing at the end the and that really bothers Ugh. me so some of the messaging mm-hmm. so we start out we we meet some of our main characters we meet josh wheaton not as opposed to Josh wheaton yeah not uh, the, but yeah. Uh, he's a random he's a white freshman college kid in a random town he's got a, a basic bitch looking girlfriend um, and meanwhile, being dropped off at a school is, uh, so he's one of the main characters in it, and we meet... He
1: is the main character. He's, he's the main he's character. He's our Romeo with no Juliet.
0: Yeah, he is, he is our main protagonist of the movie, and we also meet Aisha, who is a Muslim, which they tell us by, uh, her father's dropping her off at the university where she works in the cafeteria, so he's just dropping her off at her job. I don't think she's a student there. And she has a headscarf on, and at first it looks like, oh, maybe this is a traditional hijab or another type of head And dad he's
1: just sitting there, like, he's like, could...
0: make sure you have it all tucked in and everything. While he's and,
1: driving. Yes, yeah, like so he's like,
0: I do this because I love you. So, like, we get it. Muslims exist, and then we see her get on campus, and she just unwraps it like it's a it's a a discount scarf from the old navy. The rest of
1: everything that she's wearing would be offensive in this. Yeah, and in many scenes she wears
0: short sleeves and things like that. And okay, and I don't want to white splain or, or you know get into somebody's culture that I don't know, but from my experience being around people, traditional Muslims who cover their face and hair would not walk around with bare arms. Now she would probably also have. There are lots of traditional headscarves scarves and veils. We we know the hijab, but there are many other kinds. She would have.
1: It also didn't really look one of like those
0: veils. It was just a random scarf, like you could put on with yeah, a winter coat. It over she her just face. wrapped it around her head, so they didn't even try. It was just like, boom! Look, there's a Muslim.
1: Oh, also, this is just a random thought. I just happened to notice it was always black, no matter what, and they do use other colors oh, seen they some don't women just... wear
0: some fabulous hijabs yeah, i mean not... they, they're colorful they have flowers they match their color coordinated so no this chick just wears a long ridiculous black scarf around her hijab. she looks like if you take electrical tape and you wrap it around something a couple of times but yeah
1: the confusing part okay one they misrepresent muslims in general yeah all big time like they're just like these are the bad guys they're bad but yeah. he sounds exactly like a christian dad
0: he really does. There's there's one part where he says, you know, this is how God wants to be honored, He, de- how he demands what to be he worshipped. Deserves. This is what God deserves because we love him and he loves us. And I'm like, just insert a white guy and you'd yeah, have this a Christian. You'd have a God-fearing Christian.
1: Anyway. Let me, let me... So,
0: yeah, moving along, <laughs> we also meet... Um, martin who is from china and he and josh are both registering for classes which i think in 2014 you don't go to like a line outside and get your printed schedule yeah but then we wouldn't get the
1: exposition about we wouldn't get the exposition
0: so we meet martin and he is in one of josh's classes and he's signing up for class and he uh hands a piece of paper to this girl and she's really bitchy about it she's like prc what's that the people's republic of china seriously (laughs) like okay see you next tuesday which is
1: so i i'm trying to explain this to myself i literally the only thing i can think of is that she saw republic and was like america's a republic and china's a communist so they're
0: not free obviously this doesn't
1: make sense
0: yeah, and he was like, "I'm serious." All Otherwise,
1: that that sentence doesn't make any sense. It doesn't anyway. make
0: sense. Okay, there's because there are some good things about this movie, but there's also a lot of lazy, sloppy writing. Mostly
1: so- around. Uh, Minorities.
0: <laughs> well, and in the, in the 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 ancillary characters. So Josh gets a lot of attention. Kevin Sorbo, who we'll meet later, as the main antagonist. is actually written really well. Terrific atheist. He is he is wonderful. He
1: just so loves playing. Josh. Mean we find out
0: through talking to this rather kind of glib, sarcastic, friendly guy, is that he is in a tough philosophy class, and he sees his cross necklace. And he's like, "Oh, he's gonna eat you alive!" Like the throwing the Christians to the Romans. Sure, you don't want to change. And he's like, ooh, gulp, what am I getting myself in for? And then we meet our other kind of main character, and this is Amy. And she is a cartoon version of a far-left liberal person. She's
1: what the uh, cool young hip-right call a libtard.
0: Yes, she is (laughs) to... Uh, God's Not Dead is what Hard Right J is to letter Kenny. So we're going to call her Hard Left Amy. And Hard Left Amy is having a bad day. She, oh God. Her clock is broken, so she's up late for her blog. God, God she, yeah.
1: legitimately was like, turn that oh, shit up. i fuck off. shit
0: up for you, bitch.
1: And I'm sending somebody to break into your car. Yeah, you know? so
0: she has to microwave her shitty coffee to, to warm it up, even though she's late for her blogging job. And then she finds out that somebody broke into her car and stole her garment, which. Bitch, if you have a Garmin, stick it in the um, the console. You don't just leave it out. That's that's Garmin 101. So, and we see on her car she has a number of bumper stickers, which who does bumper stickers anymore?
1: Uh, What, what was it? Uh, uh, American meet, it, I've got three
0: of them. Meat is Murder, American Humor... Hu, Humorist. Ha, that's a Freudian slip. Humanist. And I Heart Evolution. Okay, I'm just going to say, I don't like to talk about politics. I'll say I probably lean a a little bit more towards where Amy's coming from than some of the more conservative characters in here. Except for the meat thing. Yeah, I like meat. I just, I'm still digesting a McRib sandwich that I had. But I don't go around with a bumper sticker saying, I heart evolution. If they really (laughs) wanted to do an accurate portrayal of that, they would have the Darwin fish that you've seen with the little feet on the back of cars eating the Jesus fish, which I've actually seen. Yeah, like. But she's just a humorless bitch. She's no fun.
1: Us liberal assholes are like more clever with our... Bitching, behavior. yeah, she is, like, she
0: is. They write her to be very, she's really very one note, she's very unlikable. So, because, um,
1: because this is what liberal people are like, they, this is they're what they're fucking, like. I mean, they're yeah. assholes. I mean, and she, they,
0: she's hard left, Amy. They're so.
1: judgy and. <laughs>
0: Yeah, everybody, everybody's judgy, right left. You're all we're all judgy assholes. So her speaking of judgy assholes, she calls her boyfriend, who's played by Dean Cain.
1: Superman.
0: Yes, and he's speaking the most jargony business jargon into his phone, like the Nikkei's up and the Dow S- is down, and it's so down by 80 percent. You blah, might blah.
1: say it's the Christian God of jargon, because uh. jargon basically had a baby with itself, and therefore. Yeah.
0: So Jargon is the Jargon and the whole thing. So it's jargon, jargon
1: Christ that is coming out of his mouth.
0: Yeah, he's a dick. So, um he's he's her asshole boyfriend. And so then we finally meet our last character and that's Mina. And she is visiting her really old mother. Like this woman looks like maybe she's late twenties, early thirties, and her mom looks like she's ninety. And yeah. um So she has dementia, and she has a nurse there feeding her. And this is, like, funny and sad and not supposed to be, but they give her a plate of chicken. She said, chicken, I can't remember the last time I had chicken. I'm like, of all the, and the nurse just said, she had it for lunch and dinner, she just doesn't remember. Uh, So of all the things, though, chicken is so common. Wouldn't it be something like, Like her mother's buttermilk fried chicken or, uh, you know, fried catfish or something that maybe she had as a child. She doesn't eat very often. Like we eat chicken every fucking day. What are they cooking her for breakfast? Chicken. I'm, are they? It doesn't. As the nurse was like, does it matter?
1: Yeah, that is true. (laughs) The nurse was was like, like... fuck it. It
0: makes her happy. She
1: literally was like, shit grin, fucking
0: putting her hand
1: on like, is anything else going to make her that happy?
0: I mean, what, May, this maybe a lady, dick, but other than that has her fork like this. I'll take my little whiskey bottle. It's like trying to cut the chicken like this. I don't think this woman should be living by herself. And they live
1: they leave her in the same chair all day and night.
0: Yeah, like, just, who, how is she going to the bathroom? Just, how is she bathing? <laughs> so I worry about this old lady. Oh, well. Okay, so Meanwhile, anyway, and there are more characters, but I think I'm going to bore everybody by bringing them up. So th- that's the main cast, and then there's one more, one more little pair. God, this looks like a Shakespeare play with like a thousand yeah, different does, side they characters. Yeah, and they don't really
1: start crossing until like 40 minutes in.
0: Yeah, and I will say, I mean, it sounds tedious with me listing off all the characters, but they do it pretty well, where they show kind of the different people have starting their day. So Josh goes into class with Professor Radisson, who is played by Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> AKA Hercules from the 90s? Yeah,
1: he, you know, he played a a, a sexy pa- god. A pagan demigod.
0: A sexy demigod. <laughs> And we have seen Kevin Sorbo in other Pure Flix movies, so maybe this is oh, his... Oh, he, loves, his, this he stuff. loves this stuff. I don't know if he's doing it like as the way Cartman wrote Christian music just I, to make money or... I think or, he's
1: an undercover atheist. <laughs>
0: or if this... Because he plays atheist really well. There's another movie he's and in where he's he loves this, doing it. He's good at it. He, he just loves so being he, this he angry has atheist. So he is a really tough, hard-ass philosophy teacher. Very intelligent... Uh, very kind of very condescending. He, Except he, he talks never down to people.
1: Actually teaches philosophy. <laughs> no, he just
0: really talks about himself and how smart he is. But he's actually written well. Like Amy is written very poorly. She's just written as kind of a cardboard straw, straw man character. And there's a lot of thought that goes into Kevin Sorbo's character, and he he acts really well too because there are some extreme things he does. But I can see this person existing. I think I have met people like this Kevin Sorbo character. Maybe not in the religious beliefs, but just the attitude. Uh, the condescending nature the pseudo the intellectualism so he asks his class he he makes a bargain with them if they sign a paper saying god is dead with their signature they get to skip a really tough part of the class and so
1: yeah that's the that's what the beginning thing is and I I wish
0: I wish he had gone into a little bit more of the philosophy history of the concept of God being dead because it's weird because they're acting like it's a new thing and it's not an old thing there's a quote from Friedrich Nietzsche uh, God is dead and we have killed him Um, In the 1960s, there was a very famous Time magazine cover that said, Is God Dead? Because, just like today, the world was turned upside down, and a lot of people were questioning, like, where the fuck is God? The world is going to hell. I mean, I asked that question myself during the 2020 pandemic and beyond. Where the fuck is God? So, uh, the world is going to hell. So, where is God? Is that a corner
1: store getting a beer?
0: Yeah. It was like, oh, I just went out to get cigarettes. Bye. So, anyway... (laughs) I wish he had done a little bit more on God being dead because he, they, the movie kind of acts like that's a concept they invented. So, anyway, he... But, well, yeah. they
1: do, but then they also act like they've been persecuted just so harshly over these last few years. Like, this is what college is like, and these are what liberals are like, and this is what these people are like, to... and they all hate you, and you're a...
0: I went to public university for <laughs> ah, undergraduate victim. and two graduate degrees and not once did somebody ask me to sign a paper like, hey, you're in a secular school, sign a paper saying God is dead. That never happened.
1: It also doesn't have anything to do with just philosophy in general.
0: Yeah, so... And he also
1: changes his fucking requirement for if you don't do it.
0: Okay, well, let's... so. We're all over the place,
1: so. yeah. So anyway, okay. So the first thing he says is like, okay, everybody sign this thing, and you skip thirty percent of the course immediately. That's done. You don't have to do the thing, and it's really fucking hard. And then Josh Wheaton, not just whatever. Josh. Uh, what's his actual? What's his movie name? That's his movie.
0: That's his movie. Name. movie I don't name? know. Okay, what the I'm name.
1: sorry. Josh, whatever. Josh. He's uh, he's the only one in the class that doesn't do it, and now the argument. Or the punishment instead of 30% of your grade is just null and void or whatever, it's really fucking hard. Is oh, you saying. have to have a, uh, it's 30% hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's so is, fun. is that you have to have a dance battle with me in front of everyone? No, it's about, it's <laughs> you, a big old kissing contest. Yeah, you have to, um, argue with me that God is real and you're fucking wrong. So, Mhm. um,
0: So he challenges Josh to a duel and says, you have three classes to make your argument that God is not, in fact, dead, and he exists, and then you can pass or fail, and so the challenge is on, and he sticks to his guns because he is a Christian. And wants to do it. And every single other person in the class was like, yeah, God is dead. Fuck God. No, just sign my name. And I don't really I mean, believe that that would happen.
1: Yeah, there would be there more would than be other, one person. I think there would
0: be other people, but for the sake of the movie.
1: I'm sure there would be people that would be like, I mean, it's just a piece of paper.
0: So he already get, runs into trouble. Not only is he in hot water with his mean antagonist professor who argues against the case of God existing. I think he said God was a... a It was a useful fairy tale when people couldn't understand things like uh, natural disasters, and needed to be controlled and subjugated, and science and reason have supplanted superstition. Now, I think you can have science and reason and religion together, but, um,
1: but we're still more on the side of what he's...
0: <laughs> I, you know, I find I have many moments where I'm like, I'm really siding with Professor Radisson here. I don't know, you he's, know, he's, do I believe in God? I, I'm so jaded by all the hatred and damage that's been done in the name of the religion. It's hard for me to believe in a God who would support all of that. He's so. just a
1: huge dick about it. That's really the He's problem. A
0: di- Yeah, Radisson is a dick about it, so... Um, yeah, he's, he's not all bad, he's not all good. Um, but he's written real again, he's written really well. They put thought into writing this antagonist, so points to Pure Flix for that. So Josh runs into trouble also with his bossy little basic bitch of a girlfriend. His
1: his no tit, no lip, no ass, no class fucking bitch girlfriend.
0: But she girlfriend. has beautiful hair. She has, like, Khaleesi hair.
1: She has to make up for that face.
0: Oh, that's mean. She, <laughs> but she's okay. You explain what a bitch she is. I'm gonna have some more whiskey.
1: She—that's uh, actually mean. She has a she has a cute face. She just has multiple pieces that are fucked up. I oh yeah, she hears she hears through the grapevine like this thing with your class. and they're going through the lunch line, and she's being a total bitch about it. She's basically like, "You're not gonna ruin our future. I've planned for fifty. Fuck."
0: years yeah when she she says you know i didn't give up being salutatorian i'm going to my third choice school so i could be with you i'm like okay
1: which is really weird i don't know being salutatorian
0: is a whole lot to brag about like it's good congratulations but it's high school and it does not matter the second you walk off that stage also
1: the like the audacity of having like in order like, this is the third one I'll go to if I have to go to anything other than the first two that I want. So,
0: I mean... It's that, so strange. It, wouldn't that be awful to hear your partner say, Well, I'm just putting up with you. I'm putting up with all this bullshit so I could be with you. You should be grateful, you piece which, of shit. Which is
1: weird, because she's the other Christian person. Like, Kind they, of. They, they
0: do some exposition being like, Oh, we were, we were together for six years. We met at church youth group, which no couple sits in reminisces. Yeah, they were 12. So that they were doesn't 12. count. 12.
1: That's weird. They're
0: like held hands. It's ugly. So, okay, and then meanwhile, we get back to Hard Left Amy, and she does an ambush interview with Willie Robertson, who is on the Duck Dynasty show. I don't watch, I've never watched that show. I know what it is, but I don't really care. He's anymore. fun, though. He's <laughs> fun. Like, and he's another one where, like, I probably would disagree with him. Like, we would have different signs for the presidential candidate in our yards. But I really like this guy. He's very likable. And he um,
1: seems, I know he doesn't actually act. He does.
0: But this seems like how he on, genuinely but is. But he's
1: been on screen enough mm-hmm. that he he transitions well. His wife doesn't. Like, yeah,
0: but that's okay. So, so hard left. Amy ambushes them right when they're going to go into church with and he, her phone. And with her phone, and she just holds it which, out like a gun.
1: She says that she's got like a million whatever's follows or Bullshit, reads, you do, girl. Or, and all she's got is her shitty iPhone with no correct mic.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we even have a microphone, we're the biggest amateurs there are, and it's very, you know, we're wondering, what is the point of your interview? Because she's just kind of, chal- she she looks at his wife, who seems like a lovely woman, and says, oh, I thought you'd be barefoot and pregnant, not, you know, pretty and dressed up for church. And which she's is very,
1: like, hmm. like, strangely anti-feminist for a feminist, just Yeah, like, if,
0: if a woman wants to be a stay-at-home mom or whatever, let her do that, but Amy is very aggressive, and... But there's no real scoop. Like, what kind of new scoop are you trying to get on Willie here? She's,
1: okay, so she hate, she's the meat hater, whatever.
0: Yes, she, and she acts surprised. Like, we all know what Duck Dynasty Which, is. They create duck calls, and she's like, So you, you lure these waterfowl to their doom? And like, he's like, Yeah, yeah that's what my business is. So you actually shoot them? He's like, Yeah, I shoot them and I, I eat
1: them. I eat them. Yeah. Also, I refuse to believe that Dean Cain is not eating meat.
0: Oh, of course he there does. There is no
1: way he's a vegetarian, but she's...
0: She's hard left Amy, so she's going to be a hard nose on takes, everything. She takes meat, You somebody. know how all those liberals are she, vegans? She likes some meats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she likes that Dean K meat. So, yeah, it's just like, what? what's your angle? There's no angle. And so, of course, they make Willie look like the good guy. And she's like, oh, you're a believer in Jesus? Oh, how could people stand it that you all pray on your show? And he's just like, change the channel. And I'm like, Willie, oh, why do I like you okay. so much? One of the
1: biggest things. That's I love bit... this guy, and I would
0: probably not get along with. Like, if we were Facebook friends, I would have to hide him for throughout the duration of oh, the yeah. election and everything. But
1: one of the biggest annoyances is like. I really like him. Just Pure Flix, or whoever wrote this movie, being like This is what they're like, and it's sh- and her just being like, what do you say to people who are offended by you praying? We don't give a shit about you praying on your I don't fucking care. show. If you want to
0: pray, like, that's that's and I'm not.
1: I'm not an uh, an atheist or, I'm a deist, I guess, uh, in very loose terms. But, uh, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, like he said, which he's, he he is correct. We can change the channel. They're the ones that are trying to push it back into school so they can shut the fuck up on this point. (laughs) Anyway, but, yeah, she's, they, they write the people who are supposed to be ...on this side of the fence so fucking aggressively, it's ridiculous. But can
0: we say that the left probably also portrays conservative characters maybe in an exaggerated light, too, in some instances?
1: Oh, we both sides do it all the time, but...
0: It's it, so, I guess it's it's so it's, egregious I, in this movie, and it's so poorly done, because, again, I, she's such a cardboard character. They put so much thought into characters like Professor Radisson and some of the other characters and amy is just so wooden i
1: guess what bothers me with this isn't that it's like a left versus right thing it's like these christians being little puss boys about being we're the victims and this is how you're treating they will us and let like, us say
0: merry christmas i'm like bitch you won like, this is a judeo-christian country whether 70%. you like it or not yeah no y'all, y'all won so anyway anyway um so josh Back to Josh. He is he is troubled and he goes and meets with Pastor Dave, who is played by David A. R. White.
1: The and he's face. like,
0: and he yeah, this guy has this, this frosted douchey, tips. frosted blonde hair that was a big thing in like two thousand two, and he won't let it go. I'm like he
1: looks like somebody that would be like in a Dawson's Creek, but yeah, he's really old now. He's a
0: decent looking man. I'm like, if you just. Comb your hair differently and don't do that stupid blonde color. You'd look okay. So he kind of gives him these vague answers.
1: I kind of like that scene, though, because he, he comes off super fucking lazy. He
0: does. He comes off very chill. He's like, Meh, I don't know. And he, he um, suggests a Bible quote. It's like, this is how you're going to win him over. Matthew 10, 32, 33. And I actually have that in my Bible. Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Whoever disowns me before men, I will disown before my father in heaven.
1: I don't know that dude. <laughs> Does that
0: prove anything?
1: Like Well, it's not about proving it. It was him like giving him the uh Giving him the strength. Like telling to him do it. what well what should I do? Well, this is what you should do. The Bible just said, You're going to hell if you don't support God right now in mm-hmm. front of everybody, so
0: yeah, and meanwhile... This
1: better start supporting God.
0: Yeah, so he, it just basically gives him the courage to say, you're acknowledging God. And that's kind of a nice little throwback to something Willie says. He's about to walk into church, and he basically says the same quote. It's like, um, he, he whoever acknowledges me, I will acknowledge to my Father in Heaven. So he's like, I'm going to go do some acknowledging. So I kind of like that. And then
1: the other quote was...
0: Uh, Luke twelve forty eight, which I don't have bookmarks, like, so I don't want to waste time looking that up. The,
1: it's the New Testament version... Of Uncle Ben talking to Peter Parker. <laughs> He's like, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, yes. Um, uh, to pretty whom, much. To
0: whom much has been trusted. that With great power comes great responsibility.
1: <laughs> you know. <laughs> which that's
0: what Captain Kirk, Now, make. go
1: off uh, Jesus and, and beat up Doc Ock. Um, yes. So, so, which, hey guys, you know what that means? That means billionaires should start paying their fucking taxes.
0: <laughs> yes, too much has been entrusted. And much so, will be Christians rich- out there. Yeah.
1: If you really believe all this shit, you should tell those billionaires to start paying their fucking taxes.
0: Yeah, so those are the Bible quotes that Pastor Dave gives Josh, and they don't really yeah, it's not like these are the zingers that are gonna get him. It's just like giving him strength to go through with this this project, which they put huge stakes on it. Like his girlfriend's gonna break up with him. Um this, they act uh, like he's like I'm gonna commit academic suicide. I'm like, dude, it is for your well, freshman like, first semester. It's- elective class that is not going to ruin your college career if you get an F or you have to drop this class yeah it's one
1: class but I mean it does like later it hasn't happened yet but later I mean he will be like verbally threatened yeah
0: let's get to that in a moment because I want to add that um, and a minor minor story. Pastor Dave and a friend of his, who's visiting from Africa, want to travel somewhere, and they keep having their car break down. And his <laughs> friend's just jolly, like, "Oh, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. This is this is something God the, wants us to do. Let's just hang out and pray." I hate and chill. their
1: catchphrase. That's their catchphrase.
0: I've only other only heard that from Kevin Hart in a stand now, up about his mother's funeral. So I, I, you know, Catholic Church, you don't say things like now, that. You respond, f- but I you don't say that.
1: I feel like I would like this character, this uh, friend from uh, wherever he's from.
0: I think he's from Uganda.
1: Yeah. Uh, it seems so. Um, I feel like I would like him in something else. I end up hating him because of how he treats someone by the end of this oh, movie which yeah, we'll get around to he's
0: irritating. Um,
1: it's just so it's, like he's very positive he seems like he would be a, like if i had to listen to somebody be a, a preacher or whatever
0: that's fine you
1: seem like you legitimately do good work
0: yeah like you this other
1: white dude you're hanging out with probably not
0: you love God and, and believe in His mercy. I do, and I
1: do love the beauty of
0: life and all that That stuff. the
1: farther this this plot thing goes on with the car, it seems like the car is going to be how um, Pastor Dave Pastor Dave like gives up on God. Okay. <laughs> like so, it, Pastor
0: Dave is having a crisis of faith. You
1: know, like how in Signs Mel Gibson's wife is hit by a car. And he's like, and that's it for him. He's just, uh, I'm done. How could God take my wife? I'm a good Christian. It's a a car.
0: Also, back to hard left Amy, we find out she's been dodging her doctor's calls. because she's too busy with her her left wing blog, you know, because it keeps you so busy. So it's just in a very vague way. Her doctor tells her, you have cancer. And she's like, oh. I'm going to die.
1: I don't have time for that. I don't
0: have time for cancer, which I kind of love that because I could see somebody saying that. Oh,
1: and yeah, it's a woman's hospital. No, not yet. We're
0: not there yet. Is it not? I have to... That's when we know she has cancer. I have a little bone to pick with this. Get there in a minute. (laughs) There's a fucking eye chart, and it's like they do this in every movie. There's an eye chart in the doc... I have been to many doctor's offices and exam rooms. There isn't even an eye chart in my eye doctor's office because she uses a projector... The only time I've ever seen an eye chart in a medical office was when I went to CVS to get my flu shot. And they had, for some reason, like a kindergarten eye chart on the wall.
1: Let's see, when I went... That's m- the
0: only time I've seen an eye chart in a medical office. When I
1: go to the Retina Foundation in Dallas, they have eye charts, but they don't, like, leave the things up.
0: Yes, It's something um, you, like,
1: slide them in. Why, them movie and- sets,
0: do you always have an eye chart? So your, your test results say you have cancer. What test did she have? Why did she have the test? What symptoms? And they give us nothing. Just, you have cancer. Oh, shit. See, I don't have time for cancer. This, this
1: is how I know it's vaginal cancer. Because it's a Christian movie and they can't talk about that stuff. Well, we but... don't
0: have vaginas.
1: <laughs> not at
0: all. No, not in Christian movies. They just get babies from the cabbage patch. All right. So we get to Josh doing day one of three of his argument. And so he does a pretty, pretty good thing. And uh, you know, has a nice, pretty presentation. Makes me think of the the series Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah, he, which I would much, I would rather watch that than Josh's presentation. He found a
1: very good like course online. To yeah, <laughs> to so put up the he, he
0: feels like he does a good job. And then Professor Radisson is just like hmm, he swaggers up and throws a bunch of quotes at him and pokes holes in his argument. So Josh is like, uh, I don't know how to respond to that.
1: Basically, okay. So uh, technically, he gets the argument wrong. From the get-go, because he basically was like, okay, so everyone thinks the Big Bang Theory is the thing, okay, fine. Well, in the Bible, it says, let there be light, and then, Ugh. So that's the Big Bang Theory, except in the Bible, that's not the fucking order. <laughs> in the Bible, it said the Earth was without form
0: mm-hmm.
1: first, and then the Big Bang.
0: Yeah, actually, the arguments are pretty good. We won't get into all the details. And then the horror Music
1: I think, starts. I, I don't. I don't know about perfect I think some of the arguments are interesting. They are
0: interesting and, and thought provoking. And then
1: other arguments, I think this guy should. Have yeah, been he's just like way more abstract.
0: Yeah, he talks about circular argument, and then he does it over and over. He's like, well, it's true because the Bible says it, and the Bible says it because it's true. But so, Stephen Hawking's
1: wrong because he said he's right because he's wrong.
0: Yeah, something like that. So anyway, Josh is walking down the hall, thinking he did an okay job. We start to hear creepy horror music, which.
1: Oh, it sounds like goosebumps. Yes. Like I mean the, the the old classic 90s goosebumps theme. Like yeah. exactly. And we see this and,
0: hand come uh, up and just uh, and slaps him and he's how dare you uh, embarrass me in front of my students. And so Professor Raston, we find out later in the way he treats his girlfriend, he is a narcissist gaslighting God. asshole. And, and so he
1: asked for it. He <laughs> asked me,
0: like, "This like This was this guy's assignment to give his argument.
1: Like, bro, you asked me to come in. What's up?
0: Yeah, so, and he's just like, I'm going to ruin your college career. And this is so funny. He's like, would you say your major was pre-law? We don't even give degrees for that. How do you have that? Don't answer. <laughs> like, so thank you, funny. though. Thank you, though, for addressing that because... Pre-law is not a degree. Pre-med is not a degree. You don't get degrees in that.
1: He, like... uh, So he
0: just... He's like, I'm going to ruin your law school career. Like, are you really...
1: Speaking of students... Is that the (laughs) hill
0: you're going to die on?
1: He, uh... God, that means he, like, went into his files and, like, dug up info on this kid in between classes. (sighs) Just so he could talk shit to I him. I get
0: having a hate boner for this kid, but like a raging, all-consuming hate boner. Like I'm gonna ruin your academic career. Like, like don't it, you have some grad students you need to torment with research projects?
1: Or seduce, like?
0: His uh, girlfriend is a former student. That's, as we find out.
1: That just, uh, I. That's so, why you should be afraid so to go to college because if you go, you're gonna have sex with your philosophy teacher. Yeah. No matter if you're a dude. Or a chick, or straight, or not—you're gonna have sex with your philosophy teacher. Ew, so
0: let's talk about douchey boyfriends because we've got two instances of this. We go back to hard left Amy, and she's having dinner with Mark, who is played by Dean Cain, who is just delightfully douchey. He he's he's
1: wonderful. He's like reverse Superman he in this is. movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they go to this fancy dinner. He's like, oh, I can have Cristal and my usual garçon, and so he's just a dick about it, and he. Uh, well, no wait. He has an important announcement to make, oh, yeah. and she's, she's just... like, "I have something to tell you." He says, "Why well, I have something to tell you too?" And I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a partner,
1: and she's just like, "I think I have cancer,"
0: and then he's just like, "Babe, you can't have cancer. That's weak." <laughs> he's just like, "That ruins all my plans." It's like,
1: are you really doing this right now, you fucking bitch?
0: Could you not wait until tomorrow? <laughs> you... He's such a dick. You were
1: the worst fucking Lois Lane I've ever met.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he might as well have slapped her for being... What he
0: should have said, like, you know who never had cancer? Lois. <laughs> you know, she called me, and I totally ignored her because I want to spend time with you, babe. But now I'm questioning my decision. So he basically breaks up with Amy because she has cancer, and, you know, he can't have the perfect yeah, girlfriend. Just the
1: way he was, like, what like... <laughs> Did you have to do this today? Like, she chose. I know. She's just walking around. I think I'll have some cancer. I'm
0: going to steal my boyfriend's thunder. So he breaks up with her. So Maybe, maybe he
1: thinks her vaginal cancer will, like, eat his dick. And then he won't have a penis. Well, how, <laughs>
0: what, how's he going to have sex with all those prostitutes he's probably seeing on the side Oh yeah, he's
1: totally trump light so yeah so he's, totally...
0: <laughs> so he's he's a delightful asshole so he breaks up with amy meanwhile we go back to mina who is the one with the mother who has dementia at the beginning who's never apparently seen chicken before and she's <laughs> up she's at their A-A-A house i don't know if it's hers or her boyfriend's preparing for a dinner party and her boyfriend is professor radisson kevin sorbo and he comes swaggering in like hey babe what's up and we come to find out that she had bought, lovingly bought a very special bottle of wine and she forgot it in the car and she's like, oh no, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, and that's it, not a big deal. And
1: neither one of them...
0: Neither one of them go out to get it. Like Just a, walk, walk...
1: It's, hold on I'll get all the way in front walk that way it's <laughs> like ten feet to your car like neither so, one of them was like well let me get the keys and they,
0: they do some uh, again I won't go into details maybe AJ can put some clips in of his little gaslighty things that he says to her to kind of display his power and his dominance over her we find out through exposition that she was his student and he was out to seduce her right away
1: but at first so at first he's like complimenting her on how smart she is and then she's like i almost failed with an a minus and and he's like complimenting complimenting and she's looking all sad and then immediately as soon as she's like i want to talk about something he's like oh well now you're not even thinking you're being a woman
0: that is classic love bombing and then uh, withdrawing. Having been in a relationship with a gaslighting narcissist, I know how that feels being treated that way, and so that's maybe, what they do.
1: Maybe it just they doesn't... They reel you in and then they hit you with insults. not in my head at all, so...
0: I guess... Well, good, that probably means I'm not a gaslighting narcissist. I guess. I might be a narcissist, but I'm not gaslighting. I'm not smart enough to be a gaslighter. So, anyway, he's he's a dick, and the gaslighting starts... And so, meanwhile, the car drama with Pastor Dave continues. They can't get a rental car.
1: (laughs) They literally... Okay, so the rental dude brings them the car, and he turns it over, and it refuses to turn over. And then he's, like, being a dick to this guy. And he's like, what happened to service with a smile? (laughs) Um, This guy is over his, his allotted hours for work. He needs to go and... And, uh, he is
0: auditioning to, for a play. Yeah,
1: he's got to go do his audition, which is something he's interested in. He's not a slave to you. He's working overtime right now that he didn't need to be, but you called in an order super late, and you picked a small business owner instead of picking, like, Enterprise that would probably be there overnight. And this is on you, you son of a bitch. Fuck. So
0: really Pastor Dave <laughs> fucked himself in the car situation, but it really... Dave <laughs> fucked himself Dave, right in the pussy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pastor Dave... <laughs> Stop talking about posies in the Japanese and stuff. <laughs> so Pastor Dave is just, he really doesn't come into play until the very end of the movie. Well, and sometimes he offers a little bit of comfort and exposition so for wait, the other characters. He talks
1: to Josh. He talks to He Mina, talks to Mina. And he... And he talks to Aisha.
0: He does. So he kind of shows up as sort of the voice of reason because it, his of, yeah.
1: church is the church on campus, so that's mm-hmm. why he keeps.
0: Yeah. So let's go to the dinner party. So we go back to Kevin Sorbo, Professor Radisson, and Mina, who is basically walking around like a servant with trays of food, and he's standing there holding court with his glass wine the fireplace. And there are two women there who have clearly had affairs with him in the past, and they're here. They're checking out the competition. They're very snobby. Uh, they're very condescending. And so they're all like, oh, I heard the scoop on campuses. You have a, a student who wants to prove the existence of God. <laughs> you know oh, how how
1: stupid. You know how every person that works at a college acts? <laughs> yeah, you know how
0: people talk. And so Mina very bravely says, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. And they all just make fun of her.
1: Like, in two separate scenes. Like, it's the same dinner party, but it's in two different and she's the one cooking she cooks for them she brings them their fucking wine well
0: oh and then this this They're part is assholes. interesting
1: i'm surprised one of them wasn't like holding their glass and just going like oh mina there's a stain on the carpet
0: oops a daisy i'm so clumsy <laughs> i spilled it all over your dress so so she starts to speak up and kevin sorbo's like no i don't want to talk about it she's like but and then he he looks at her very is kind of creepy he's like i've asked politely and then he
1: drinks his wine. And he just drinks
0: his wine like, um, he yes. just sticks the knife in. And then it gets worse. So they go to the dinner. She has poured some wine. And the guests are really mean to her. They're like, oh, this tastes like moldy garbage. This wine tastes like shit. <laughs> and then Mina's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I've forgotten the wine in the car. And also, I think both of you knew.
1: Yeah. And then. Why he's... did you
0: serve the wine? If you knew. Like, I assume that's not your only bottle of wine in the house, or you could go out and get more.
1: And then he he slaps her with that fucking, that quote, the Latin from or Socrates or whatever. It was Greek. And it was, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> well, and, Socrates was great. And he over, uh, they always do this in movies, he over-enunciates and enunciates it. So it sounds like a hick trying to say some Latin shit. It's but like he's like, saying,
0: como estas usted? That's yeah, what he sounds like. like.
1: No veritas, like, that's all he had to say, Note veritas, run it together, and he's like, Te veritas, <laughs> and then someone on the other end of the table who's an even worse person, because at least he's been around this woman long enough, they probably wore on each other a little bit, and they can, they say things that if you said to a rando, would be like, punchable offenses this other dude on the other side of the table just insults his girlfriend is like it's greek to her they're so mean
0: to her <laughs> they're so mean to like, her who, God. Do you,
1: who do you go home with you asshole like, oh just...
0: that i feel so embarrassed for her so again this makes me side with the christian characters so then we cut back to amy who is at all the sign says is woman's hospital so it's got to be like breast cancer so or... the
1: vaginal cancer <laughs> oh
0: Yes, maybe vaginal cancer. She's getting an MRI. And the funny I've had two MRIs. You don't have to wear a hospital gown. Uh, unless maybe you're already admitted as a patient or something. But they don't really show much about her. Tr- they just pick like random medical things. So having been through an MRI once or twice, I know that certain things they got wrong with that. And then this is really creepy. She's back fully dressed, like not in a hospital gown anymore, in one of the exam rooms. And we see the perspective of her looking out of the door. And the doctor says, there's somebody you want to call? And she's like, no, there's nobody. And it just very slowly closes the exam door, like, closing the door on the audience. We're like, Like, what the fuck is he going to do to her? The
1: implication of sexual assault is strong. The
0: implication.
1: Oh, well, the implication. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, what is he
0: going to do to
1: her? I mean... She can't say no, <laughs>
0: oh my God, so things are not going well for them you know, as I noticed the like the, the female characters, like stuff is going to hell for them. So Mina has been horribly embarrassed by her jerk boyfriend Professor Radison., uh, we'll get to the third one in a minute. A hard left Amy has cancer and is getting all kinds of invasive treatments at the woman's hospital because I guess you have to have a separate hospital for women because you can't have things like you know, tampons and stuff grossing out the male doctors <laughs> so then there we get back to Aisha I
1: was gonna say we haven't talked about Aisha we're getting forever. we're
0: now we're at Aisha's seat and she is the the Muslim girl who works on campus and she's in her room very peacefully
1: oh, oh wait this is the scene in the movie we should be at but we did also skip over this is a very small detail but uh Way, There's so many
0: characters, it's hard to keep way up Way back everything. in the
1: beginning, she's, like, getting ready for her dad to pick her up. She's, like, slapping on her scarf. And this bitch walks up and just like, I wish you didn't have to do that. The whitest blogger girl you could ever and see. And I, I, w- I wish she had just called her on her bullshit and been like, Bitch, I am about to heist this school. I'm committing crimes. Shut the fuck
0: up. Now <laughs> you're in it, bitch. <laughs> like,
1: or she throws her one. Here, you too. So-
0: Earlier Aisha had been caught by her little brother listening to Franklin Graham on her iPod. Franklin Graham she I believe
1: screams is, in his face and is, is the, that works.
0: Is the son of the late Reverend Billy Graham, who is a very famous evangelical preacher. And so it's kinda of weird because wait, this boy is maybe ten. How would he know? And he's raised Muslim, so how would he know who Franklin Graham, Graham I can't even say Graham. it. Franklin Graham. How would he know who he is? There's so also no
1: reason. It just very creepily he shows. He creeps
0: in. Is like, nah, what are you looking at on the, your iPod?
1: And there's like scary music. And Da-da-da. she
0: screams in Da-da-da-da. his face. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> she screams in his face. Don't tell Baba. Don't tell. So he has told Baba, and he comes storming into her room and backfists the shit out of her. Oh yeah. He's and he so usually that- before, I mean, they show him as strict. You know he. He seems like a caring. But he seems parent. like a loving father. He even but, says something really okay. about how much he loves her. But
1: well, I won't but say. But he it.
0: beats the shit out of her. But
1: okay, this it feels a little like out of nowhere. But one, they're trying to tell you that Muslims are evil, which is fucked up because I know plenty of Muslims that are very nice people. There
0: are bad and good in every religion. Yeah, every group
1: because yeah. I've I've, see, I've seen and heard this exact same situation. From Christians. How many Christians have done this to their gay kid?
0: Yeah, they kicked them out and like, said, I well, don't love you anymore. Well, I guess you
1: better go fucking do what you need to do. Go
0: die in the street.
1: Um, so anyway, but... Okay, I won't say any names, but I, I have a, a close friend that his, his dad always seemed like very cool, very nice, but I know for a fact he got in fistfights with his son. Like when he was a young teenager. Mm. So... Possible? Yeah. Okay. He's... And again... This whole movie is about how you need to believe in God, and God's, like, literally fucking up people's lives, and, like, fucking up people's cars, and, like, sending them, which is kind of fucks with the... God f- is... Free, it kind of ruins free will. But anyway...
0: God is the Pets of Navante. He's pulling the strings, as Vito so, Corleone would say.
1: So you're supposed to... You need to believe in God. This man is more devoted to his God than anybody in this movie. So what's know, wrong with him? He's the most
0: devout religious person in this movie so, but it just doesn't make like he slaps the shit off her he picks her up throws just, her out of the house yeah. and then he starts crying afterwards so so he, i just he, it's so extreme i don't believe that this man would really well, do this okay
1: you know what i'll give him a uh, half a point for having him cry yeah that he, at least they that,
0: gave him the character like he some is humanity. he is
1: so devoted to his religion and God, that he will do something that hurts him and his family for what I he mean, thinks is God.
0: Abraham was gonna totally yeah, sacrifice gonna, Isaac until yeah, God no. was like, "Just kidding."
1: I, I was, I was just playing. Just
0: playing, man. Just
1: cut off his dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, just a tip
0: though. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So anyway. And then things are starting to fall into place. And now Pastor Dave has kind of, because he can't go anywhere because his car is not working, so he has counseled Aisha. And apparently Aisha has been secretly, like, learning about Jesus Christ for the last year. So she's been a closet Christian. And he talks to Mina. And he's like, you know Jesus loves you more than this asshole Professor Radisson would. So Mina goes and confronts Professor Radisson at work. She calls him Jeffrey. And he's like, babe, you should really call me Professor Radisson when I'm on campus. Like... It's just your girlfriend.
1: He <laughs> was even worse than that because he's like, I told you. I told you. On campus, I am Professor Rett. Like, but
0: good for Mina because she's just like, Jeffrey, I'm breaking up with you.
1: And like, I won't I allow it. I, yeah, I don't allow that. Like, I won't accept it. I'm doing it any? Anyway?
0: Yeah. Uh, so good for Mina. She stands up for herself and breaks up with him. And so, so we, meanwhile, we have had, we need to get back to Josh because there's been a second kind of filler. Argument. Yeah. And this then, is the
1: circular argument I hated. Was
0: that the, the second conversation? Yeah, this okay. is the,
1: because he, he was basically like, okay, I'll take your quotes and I'm going to go research the shit out of them and I'm going to make up some bullshit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so this brings us to our third and final argument with Josh. So Professor Radisson has already had a bad day. His girlfriend has humiliated him in front of his friends, even though he totally did that to her, broke up with him. So he's already, you know, gotten up on the wrong side of the bed. And Josh's argument is based around morality and how can morality exist without the existence of God, which I disagree with that because I think you can be a moral, kind, loving, caring person without the motivation to please a, uh, a deity. Indeed. Projecting?
1: Projecting. It's a super projection, like aggressive projection. From whoever wrote this, yeah, or whatever. So
0: Josh wants everybody to say that I believe in God, Thank and you. Radisson wants everybody to say <laughs> that. Um, Radisson wants everyone to say God is dead or God doesn't exist. So we get to the final argument, and he gets Radisson really riled up because we have found out earlier, Radisson has a private conversation with Josh and said, you know, when I was twelve, my mother died of cancer. And he, and he prayed and prayed and God took her away. So, you know, where was God? That, that's when he lost his faith. And so Josh gets around and it's like, it's not that you don't believe in God. It's that you hate God. And he's like, yes, I hate God. God took everything from me. And Josh very quietly says, how can you hate somebody who you say doesn't exist? And like, boom, leg like- drop. And while I agree with Radisson on most things, I'm not an atheist, but I agree with him on, on a lot of the arguments. Um, I do like how he gets got in that. That's that's, that's pretty good. I'm like, ah, see, he got you there.
1: So just a quick uh, whatever to answer that. Uh, what position are we in? What's the opposite? Um, we're like in between on this, I guess, because we think both these characters are assholes um in one way or another one of them is like made to look like the hero and one's made to look like the villain either way they're both being dicks about what they're forcing their beliefs forcing people people to believe uh which we know we if it was just argument for argument we'd be more on the side of the atheist professor but he's a he's totally in the wrong he's not supposed to be here to tell people what to believe no he's philosophy and he's a dick.
0: <laughs> you shouldn't force your beliefs on people, either way. So, okay, so he he just R- Radisson has kind of been shaken. So he's he's been gotten by this freshman student in his philosophy class. So class dismissed. He he runs away, and so um, meanwhile, Mark Dean Kane. All the characters are coming back at the end. Goes and talks to his mother, who we find out is also Mina's mother. So he and Mina are brother and sister. And oh, she doesn't know who she doesn't know who she is. She's sitting there in the he's dark. He's such a pile of trash to her. He's so he's like you don't know who it's the like, fuck I am. You
1: are the nicest person I ever met, and your life is shit. Like yeah, but she's like eighty five. Like of course she's di- She has dementia and she hasn't.
0: My grandparents Wait till you're eighty
1: five. And- Maybe you're a dick your entire life and you get dementia too. My
0: grandparents are ninety three and sharp as a tag. So uh, they're they're the outliers. But she kind of has this creepy moment of lucidity. And she says, Sometimes the devil lets you live a good life, but you're trapped in a cell of sin with the door wide open. And then one day it's too late and the door closes.
1: I love And you're trapped
0: in all that sin.
1: I love that line. Like it I don't I'm not agreeing with either side or anything, and I don't believe in like the devil sitting there like, I'm gonna give you some good shit.
0: So I should really be <laughs> thanking for the devil for all of my <laughs> Praise the Satan! <laughs> Hail Satan for all the wonderful things in my life. Hail Lucifer. Okay. Anyway.
1: But okay, so I don't agree with all that. But it's I love that line. It sounds like something out of the green mile. It's <laughs> It does. It sounds
0: like Stephen King wrote this and has this has this uh crazy woman who has this moment of lucidity. That's like something Mother Abigail this might say.
1: Satan does believe in God.
0: Yeah. So I know Satan. Okay. He's a so, Mark is just kind of... And we don't know. Uh, you know, Will Mark get on or off the fence? Will he walk out of his cell of sin? Well, we'll find out at the end. And, and as you said, these are Exorcist 3 rules with this old Yes, lady? these
1: are Exorcist 3 rules. So, if you don't know, Exorcist 3 is actually... really It's, it's pretty good, if, as long as you accept the like original setup. So, there's an Exorcist 2. I've heard it's not good. Um, Exorcist 3, basically, a demon is... Infesting people and murdering people, the same demon from the first one. Uh, but he can do it by infesting people who are mentally checked out. They're vegetables or they're just kind of. They have dementia, schizophrenic, or something. whatever. Um, it's much easier to get into them. So I think this is the opposite. This is still Exorcist 3 rules, but God's like, you've got dementia, I can just slip right Ooh, in there. Ooh, you're
0: a mentally feeble person. I'm going to slip on in and speak through you like a puppet. It, okay, meanwhile. Hard left Amy, who is Mark's ex girlfriend now, goes to. Oh, that fireball's catching up with me. She goes to this concert. This is the culminating event at the end of the movie. There's a Christian rock band called the Newsboys.
1: And everybody's there Aisha's there. Everybody's there. Mina's Aisha's there. Josh,
0: Mina. Um,
1: Dave, Dr. Dave. Martin, yeah. the Chinese
0: guy, who Pastor really. Dave. He just didn't have enough of a storyline to. To even bother with it. So he's, just he's just
1: vaguely, ethnically stereotyped a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just, they they don't do much with his character. So he's... everybody from the movie is going there. And Amy just shows her press pass. And she kind of goes into ambush interview the Newsboys. And she's like, well, why do you believe in God? And then she just looks down and goes, I have cancer. I'm dying. <laughs> and so she has this crisis of faith. And they're cool. Of course they're going to be cool about like, it. Because they're written. She's her so
1: aggressive in all of her quote-unquote, like... Uh, interviews she just basically says the most insulting thing right off the bat so you just believe in jesus and God and A bunch of
0: stuff that was written in books a long time ago. You the, Jesus, ooh, <laughs> you and Jesus sitting in a tree, K-S-S-I-N-G. So Amy prays with the band. Oh,
1: but wait, wait, wait. One thing. Um, I hate the answer of the Newsboys. Um, the first one. She so she says her thing about like so you just believe in this and that, and he's like, well, you and me, we're mortal, we'll be gone soon, but Jesus and God, they're eternal. Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> like, uh, it's fine that he believes it, but it doesn't, just because you say it, and then doesn't mean it's true. Don't, doesn't mean you just go like, well, think about it, and then... So they, <laughs> and then you so get they, to dip out. And this
0: is when I, I wrote this down, and I didn't realize AJ had this thought. Apparently, religion is the longest game of telephone ever.
1: I er, Thousands
0: of years of people just like, you know, God did this and God did that. All religions, not just Christianity. Every single
1: time I've tried to explain what I think about religion, <laughs> this is how I explain it. If you ever played telephone as a kid, it's like say sugar, and by the end of the by the time it gets over there, it's like pontification or something.
0: Oh, that's um, a perfect word for this episode.
1: Oh, cool, perfect. Um, but think about that written in different languages, hidden behind vault doors, where people like nitpicked. And decided, well, we're going to put this in here. That's not a good translation. We'll switch that word to this. Um, We don't even have a word for that anymore. Uh,
0: Yeah, and I will say, I I said I was raised Catholic earlier, and I'm really not trying to defend the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church played a big role in controlling and subjugating people in the name of religion. So they manipulated a lot of it, too. Also
1: the Crusades, so.
0: Also the Crusades and uh, the Spanish Inquisition and uh, all kinds of other
1: things so yeah fuck those guys But um, <laughs> except for the
0: saints I still pray to St. Anthony so, and yeah, St.
1: Jude so yeah it's just a big game of telephone. so maybe there were some things even very known atheists um, agree that certain biblical figures like Jesus were probably real people and, and other religious figures that are written in the same sort of mm-hmm. like pro- prophetic style were yeah. probably real people but there's
0: a bit a lot of yeah. changes Christian rock sounds like it's all from the 90s.
1: <laughs> yeah. All the
0: music just sounds the same.
1: It do- It's like they got locked in that time, and, you know, they're not good. So they just keep doing that again and again and again and again and again.
0: This comes to the end, the climax of the movie. Professor Radisson, again, played brilliantly by Kevin Sorbo, is really upset. Oh, His girlfriend's broken up with him. He got schooled in class by a freshman student, And he's sitting there, he's trying to call his ex-girlfriend and and wants to talk to her. And then he finds a letter from his dead mother that just says, basically like, don't give up your belief in God, blah, 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 blah. He's probably read it over many, many times. But he kind of, he's like, okay, maybe I'm starting to get things. So he races down, he starts to walk towards the big convention center where he figures, he sees in the newspaper that that this Christian band is going to be playing there. So he's like, well, my girlfriend's a super Christian. She's probably at this concert. Or maybe she had mentioned it to him. So he's walking there. Meanwhile, our really tiny ancillary characters, Pastor Dave and his friend, have finally started their car.
1: It finally works. It finally and works I works because his like I like the scene leading up to it because he's basically like, I'm going to do a prayer. And he does his little prayer. Pastor and Dave's friend. Pastor Dave is being an asshole. He's like, that's it. That's, that's have your a prayer. a little faith,
0: Pastor
1: he's Dave. Like, come on. Do, do you have a better one? And, and Pastor Dave's like, that's true. All right. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, okay, I'll turn the car and He's like, no. You put the bags in the car, and then w- have, have faith. To have faith. <laughs> so yeah. that's all fine. I'll, I I this guy seems nice. It works. He turns the car on, and now he doesn't have to kill himself over his transmission, even though he could just call a mechanic. Um, okay. And then they drive to the crowds of people, basically.
0: Yeah, they're driving past the Hastings Center, and they come to a stoplight, and. Professor Radisson is at the crosswalk, and he starts walking across, starts raining, and boom, he gets hit by a car. Flies guess, up in the air. Guess who <laughs> him. We think that it's Mark. His ex-girlfriend Mina's brother, but, well, there's a little teaser at the end, so we'll get to that in a minute. I just kind of realized that as we just re-watched it. So he is on the ground, severely injured, probably dying. Pastor Dave and his friend run over. Now, Pastor Dave does yell to somebody, call an ambulance. But he's too busy trying to save this man's soul to call 911 himself. He does make him comfortable. He puts something behind his head. And his friend's like, his lungs are probably filling up with blood. His ribs are broken like he's a Not even
1: probably. He's just immediately like, his ribs are broken and he's he's filling up with blood. Like, how do you know?
0: Yeah. So after he says call an ambulance, he looks at this dying man choking on his own blood and says, do you know Jesus? Fuck you, Pastor now, I am so angry
1: this at is, this part. This specifically is where I will...
0: I am so angry at this I, part. I
1: will lay out the gauntlet again. David A.R. White, I challenge you to a fucking kickboxing match, you piece of shit. Because um, this is obviously his hand, Either it, it, whether he wrote it or not. I, we didn't double check, sorry. Um, this is definitely his hand, because he's in all of the Pure Flix movies. It's his company, basically. He's running the show. So this is obviously the way he feels about this. Now, I do wonder, what, what, what would have happened if the guy was like, well, I'm, I'm Jewish, or whatever. Yeah. Like,
0: or what if he was like, yeah, I'm a devout Christian. He'd be like, great, eh, i dead. So Kevin Sorbo is just choking on his is like, no, I'm an atheist. And he <laughs> said, and this is so horrible, he said, you know, that car hit you pretty hard. It should have killed you instantly. You probably wish it did, but I'm glad it didn't. Just stay with me. So he's basically saying, it's good that you're staying alive and suffering because he, I'm going to save your soul for He's literally Jesus. like,
1: bro, you were about to go to hell. But guess
0: what? i need to save ticket. you. Lottery ticket.
1: You just won the fucking lottery. So
0: he goes he pushes and pushes and pushes him to accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And on this man's deathbed, which he's... He's dying. He's in a vulnerable state. And really, you know, who are you doing this for, Pastor Dave? Are you really doing (laughs) it for this man you don't know? Or are you doing it for yourself so you can feel better about yourself? And on
1: top of Pastor Dave, we have to think about God in this scenario. Because in this movie, it's obvious that God is literally, like, it's just insinuated. Like, God made his transmission not start because he needed to talk to Mina and Aisha. And Mm -hmm. God fucked up that... Poor libtard girl's um, life. <laughs> Hard
0: life <to> Amy. <laughs> he gave her cancer. He,
1: he gave her cancer on purpose. He fucked up her... had her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. He fucked up her, like, her garment and her car. And it's just... The only... The people that get all the negative um, attacks from the world are the, the people who are not fully accepting God, whether they be Mm -hmm. atheist or agnostic or otherwise. And all the people who are getting what they need or being sent on the right path, those are Christians. Mm -hmm. These are the only two lanes. So,
0: Even Aisha has a hard time because she's Muslim in the beginning and, you know... God
1: is pretty much like, say you love me. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking say you love me.
0: It reminds me of a meme that I've seen and I really like it. It's Jesus banging on a door. And the little air bubble says, I love you, let me in. And the person says, well, what if I don't let you in? He said, I'm going to do all those things to you I said I would do if you say you don't love me. (laughs) So what kind of toxic relationship is this? Where God's like, you better love me or I'll smite you.
1: Um, Mm. So, yeah, so this guy's just...
0: So this is awful. So Pastor Dave is is just literally lording over this poor man who's dying. And we
1: keep cutting back Mm. to like the concert and just getting all these people
0: just waving their hands and praying and everything. And they're doing this and they feel so so
1: good about themselves that they're praying to God and that's good enough. They don't do anything. Let's not help the poor. They they don't do shit to help anybody in the world or the world itself or any of that shit.
0: Yeah. So so he back to Pastor Dave. He bullies. Uh, poor old professor Radisson saying yes he accepts Jesus and he closes his eyes and dies and he's like and his friend says oh they're celebrating in heaven I I would love for Radisson to pop up and like what the fuck (laughs) so
1: I do like the idea of just chalking it up to toxic masculinity on God's part (laughs) yeah maybe Um,
0: I mean it was all written by men for men so uh, yeah, and I mean, he says horrible things to him. Like, if it's any consolation, Jesus was scared too when he was dying on the cross. For oh your sins. fucking
1: Lord! Oh.
0: Oh my God! And then and, and this is the worst part. Before Radisson dies, P- Pastor Dave says to him, "In a minute, you're going to know a lot more about God than I'll ever know. <laughs> like, hey, you love Jesus so much. Now you're going to meet him.
1: Like, hey, man, I'm jealous of you. So, and here's I like, would trade places with you in a second.
0: Like, okay, you want to meet Jesus? I'm going to fucking choke you out. So you do. So, okay." Here's the very end of the movie. We go back to the Newsboys concert, and they go back to our friend uh, from Duck Dynasty, yeah. Willie Robertson. They even,
1: they even intertwined fucking Duck Dynasty yes. back into the so story. so Willie
0: Robertson comes back on screen. He's like, hey, y'all. I hope you like this Newsboys concert. And he said, I heard there was a little ruckus on campus about an argument that God's not dead. Well, we all know that God is alive. And in this next song, I want you to pull out your phone and text all your contacts, God's not dead. <laughs> Take out your phone, text everybody you know, like your boss, your grandma, your ex-boyfriend, whose number you still have because you drunk text him at 3 in the morning. Text them, God's not dead. This
1: terrifying How creepy
0: is that? Like,
1: I'm gonna bomb a a youth center. (laughs) God is not dead. (laughs) Um, Okay, oh, this is just a, a little tiny Texan, Southern American thing that we enjoyed um way back earlier in the movie we didn't talk about this uh when hard left amy is interviewing duck dynasty he, she goes like you and she's insinuating him and all his family and he's like actually the correct word would be y'all because that's including my whole group mm-hmm. my whole clan so uh you can just say y'all
0: it's the informal plural and,
1: and i English loved language. it it was so awesome. He yes. explained the use of y'all. It was... <laughs>
0: it's like ustedes and vosotros. Y'all is the vosotros of the English language. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, and so meanwhile, everybody's texting 100 people they know. God's not dead. Like, that's going to be creepy. And
1: guess who gets the text? Guess
0: who gets a text? Because Mina is there. and She must have texted poor old dead Jeffrey Radisson. Pastor Dave reaches in, pulls out his Blackberry. He's like, aw, and says God's not dead. He's dead. <laughs> and He's his, dead.
1: And his nice friend, though, like this entire movie, says, you know what happened here? It's, it's really a good thing. It's a miracle. Cause Somebody's yes, got a call,
0: like his sister like, in Kansas, and y- tell him he was hit by a car.
1: Yes, a Blackberry. <laughs> um, and he says, um, yes, he, he feels pain. He felt pain now. But think about the joy in heaven. Oh, like, for Christ's sake. son of a bitch. Fuck all How do of you. You slap yourself on the back for literally not doing anything to keep yeah. this man alive. And then you stole his dead body's phone.
0: Yeah. So they
1: can't even correctly contact his family.
0: Yeah, fuck <laughs> these people. So, okay. And then at the very end, we see Mark, played by Dean Cain, the, the wonderful asshole. He gets oh, hi, a- Mark. He gets a text on his phone, God's not dead. And he just looks at his phone, he's like, nah, throws it over. And I swear, they do like a weird little pause on his license plate and kind of the back of his car, which was the same image as when the car hit Radisson, stopped for a moment, and drove off. So as the second time I watched it, I'm like, oh, Mark was the one who hit him. And yeah, AJ oh, has been saying earlier, like, I wish Mark could meet Radisson because he was mean to his sister.
1: I think it would have been a better, there were a couple things I think would be better story beats. Um, I think if you wanted to bring the whole Christian value thing into it, I think if you had Mark see his sister being mistreated by Radisson, they could you know, twine that in. They He could go, like, console his sister, and they happen to go to the church, and that sort of, like, warms him back up to it. And or... So, but... Dean Kane basically exists to be the um, the person who is not redeemed.
0: I think he is in what his mother called the cell of sin in the doors. Yeah, he's he he,
1: like, they had to have one person that doesn't get redeemed.
0: You know what would be funny is if his sister calls and cries, she's like, oh my gosh, my ex-boyfriend Jeffrey got hit by a car and died, and he we had just broken up. He was like, you know that guy who was an asshole to you? Oh, I totally ran over him. High five me.
1: Fucking hell. <laughs> He'll probably get out of prison, though, because, I mean, he's super rich.
0: He's super rich he's, rich a he's partner late, so... Now.
1: I mean, it worked yeah. out for Caitlyn Jenner, so I'm sure he could...
0: You could just run over people and kill them as long as you're rich.
1: I'm sure he could play okay, this Okay, so at
0: the very end of the movie, when the credits are going, it says, Text everyone you know, God's not dead. How creepy is that? Even <laughs> if you're a believer, if you get, a like, a text at, like, 11 o'clock at night from some random person you haven't spoken to in a long time, God's not dead, I'm like... Am I going to meet him really quickly? Like, what's going on? So there are a lot of things I like about this movie, but it's still a hate watch for sure because I despise proselytizing from any religion. Uh, I happen to be the most familiar with Christianity because it's everywhere, and I was raised in a Christian uh, church. Um, But let's talk about some recommendations for movies that are a little bit better, that maybe shed a different light on God. And I've got three. The first one is God Calling, which is actually a Christian movie out of Nigeria. And it's pretty good for the most part. It. it gets really weird at the end. There's
1: still some like things that make you go like, "Really god?"
0: Uh, like you're really pushing it. Really god? Like, but it's pretty good and the uh,
1: acting is really the good. Acting is good. Some of the writing is really good. Yeah, and it's just um, nice to
0: see a different culture. I mean, most of the Pure Flix movies are American, so it's nice to see something different. Um, the second movie is called The Devil All the Time. No, it is. Oof. It is a mainstream movie based on a mainstream novel of the same name. And Netflix. Actually, both uh, of them on Netflix. It's on Netflix. The first time we watched it, we actually thought it might have been a Stephen King story, and there are a lot of there are a lot of intertwining characters. And it was
1: inspired. We looked it up, and the, like the person who wrote it said it was inspired by Stephen King. So. Yeah. So. And it will make you look very harshly on. A, <sighs>
0: Christianity. Reverence
1: and power, basically. Yeah,
0: uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So that's my second one. And then my third one is one that we recommended in our Thanksgiving special, and that's The Man from Earth by Jerome Bixby. And yeah. that's one, I, at first I thought I would like to see Professor Radisson sit in on the conversation with all these academic intellectuals. Um, he may be too much of a jerk for them. But it's, it's just a long philosophical conversation that, that kind of uh, breaks down a lot of things about religion, but it makes you think, and it makes you reflect, and it really doesn't give an absolute answer. So those are my three recommendations. What do you have?
1: Um, so I I think I only got one, and it's Where Hope Grows, which um, is a really, like... So we, we go and look for these Christian movies, right? And... Uh, it's mm-hmm. about a a person named Produce who ha- is Down syndrome, and he's a Christian, and he meets this guy, and they basically strike up a relationship, and it's a it's a Christian movie, but it's it's actually really good. It's one of our favorite ones. It's
0: it's really good. It's yeah. not
1: proselytizing. Like even the Christian stuff. This guy that becomes friends with Produce, who's the actual point of the movie, um, he gets into Produce's life and it it's it's not like you need jesus it's just like i like going to church and you're my friend so i'm gonna invite you to church with me and just being around him and him being a nice person and all this has positive influence on this guy's life and it and william zopka's in it
0: yeah uh johnny from cobra kai
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but he's in there. I think it was like right before Cobra Kai started. He needed he, a
0: little bit of pocket money, um, so he did this Christian
1: movie. I, I, I hope this is the movie that they somebody saw him in. It's like, man, he can still act. Man, let's start a show. We should totally
0: do a show based on Karate Kid. Yeah. So and he's a
1: drunk in that yeah. too. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you? He's basically Johnny in that movie. So do you have any other recommendations?
1: No other recommendations. Um. So okay, big takeaway from this trash garbage movie that's somewhat. Well made.
0: <laughs> yeah. Damn um, you, God's not dead for being kind of okay.
1: The the insultingness of what the, the hardcore Christian characters put above all other values is really ridiculous. <laughs> like, the fact that they care more about forcing people to, on the surface, agree with them mm-hmm. than helping people... Saving people. I know that, that oh, he helps uh, Mina whenever her boyfriend is being abusive. But, like, anybody could do that. They suggest that all, if you're an atheist, you have no reason to be moral or an mm-hmm. agnostic or whatever. Like, you have no reason to be moral. You're a bad person. Well, guess what? If I steal some shit, people might steal from me. If I murder somebody, I'm probably getting murdered. I don't need you
0: to but, tell me that shit. And just being a good person, just having human decency is not necessarily tied to one religious dogma
1: Yeah, n- none of this like they and they okay and they besides the fact that they basically don't acknowledge so many other religions they're just like it's atheists and christians and muslims and two of those are bad and this one's good <laughs> so holding up that finger on purpose <laughs> um so there's that just the the victim mentality that exists in it.
0: Yeah, it's the same kind of victim mentality. It's like, they won't let us put up a nativity. They won't let us say Merry Christmas. I'm like, you I'm can like, do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, they don't even address Jewish people at all. Like, they yeah. don't address Jews, Hindi. Um, Hindu. Uh, sorry, that's a language, not a <laughs> yeah. Hindu. Um,
0: Buddhism. Buddhism. What all about Buddhism? Of-
1: Buddhism would be a great one because it's a, a totally separate thing. It's not a monotheistic it's not even in the realm with the other three. Like, the other three are the trilogy, you know? It's like, it's Judaism, Christianity, and uh, Islam are, like, the the series.
0: A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: um, they, because, and a lot of people don't believe this, it's all about the same God from all three of those religions and they build upon each other. Yeah. The, the so last it's Star stu- Wars a lot of really. Christians really don't think that. A lot of Christians really don't believe that they are,
0: it's all the same, all, God. all in
1: the same world of religion. They're all the same mm-hmm. God, anyway. Um, so yeah, this I hate. I hate these people who wrote this so so much. Yeah,
0: just the so the judgmental.
1: Since mm-hmm. they're since they're so fucking worldly and they care so much and they're saving all our souls, I just I wonder uh, how much uh, money from Cureflex goes out to actually help anybody do anything, or if it's just. <laughs> Keeps existing as a vehicle to pay David A.R. White to be in his own he, shitty he's shows have and that, stuff. He's
0: got to have that Joel Osteen plane and that Joel Osteen house. I wonder if... Oh, I wonder if they're tax-sheltered. Pure Flix, Probably not. No, because no.
1: it's it's up for, like... It's uh, entertainment, yeah. pretty much.
0: So, okay, let's wrap this up. So how to find us in a couple of places. As, as we speak, we are streaming this live on Twitch, and we're fairly new to it, so thank you for joining us. You can find us on YouTube... You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes, and also follow us on Instagram, Movie Pain or Pleasure Podcast. So we will be doing more Christian and Christmas movies for oh, the yeah. rest of December.
1: It's it's Christian time, baby. And yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk about some we're gonna do one we like. Um I think the fighting preacher. Yeah, the fighting preacher. The baby. fighting preacher, which is very fun. Um and
0: We'll do the key. Oh,
1: saving Christmas will be late. saving oh, saving Christmas is way more offensive than this. Like, yeah oh, by a lot. A lot. And it's another person that's in this realm of, of uh Christian movies and such mm-hmm. and, oh dear lord. Um so yeah. Oh we have tons of videos on YouTube specifically, uh if you just like this format and my editing is not good, oh. but I've gotten better.
0: We're all getting better. <laughs> <laughs> so, We're all learning so
1: uh, if you really want to watch more of us, I would suggest that specifically. So, uh, <coughs> uh, now I'm dying. Uh, it's God striking me down for this. Anyway, smiting <laughs> be, you. Uh, be part of our cult. Be, be, my, our...
0: be my victim. Be our cult. So thank you for joining us. Bye, everyone. Uh, I will get down to the
1: turning this off No. <laughs> <laughs>